super excited today because we, as I said, we're looking at the action movie Ford versus Ferrari. Now, if you have seen this, it is a movie all about high-speed endurance racing. Now, it's, it's based upon a true story of the visionary car designer, uh, Carol Shelby, uh, who is p- played by Matt Damon, and then also uh, Ken Miles, played by Christian Bale. And so, uh, in honor of uh, Shelby, we have the Mustang Shelby that is outside, and, uh, and so I wanted to take just a moment and just say thank you so much again, for uh, the Newsom family for providing that, uh, that beautiful, beautiful car. If you guys would give it up for him or them. I'm sorry, I mispronounced. It's Nunez family. And uh, so they, they were very, very kind to, to allow us to do that. I even heard it revving a little bit out there. I got scared and had to come inside. I think it's like 1,200 horsepower. Anybody that knows anything about cars, that's just insane. But, uh, but so, and that is, uh, we owe that to uh, Mr. Shelby. Um, and so Mr. Shelby and Miles come together to build a race car for the, for the uh, Ford Motor Company in 1966. Now, they had one goal, and that was to beat Italian icon uh, Ferrari, uh, in the, who was the most famous endurance uh, race, racer in the most famous endurance race, Le Mans, in the world. Now, if you're not a gearhead, it's, it's okay, or you're not into racing cars, this movie is still got some powerful lessons about running a race of faith with the strength and the stamina that is vital to a successful Christian life. In other words, endurance. So before we get into our Bibles, I want to connect and connect Scripture with story. Let's sit back and let's buckle up and watch the trailer for Ford versus Ferrari. Look out there. Out there is the perfect lap. You see it? I think so. Most people can't. Carol Shelby. Maybe. Lee Iacocca, Ford Motor. Suppose Henry Ford II wanted to build the greatest race car the world's ever seen to win the 24 hours of Le Mans. What's it take? Well, it takes something money can't buy. Money can buy speed. What in about speed? You need a pure racer behind the wheel of your car. That's Ken Miles. I don't trust him an inch. We heard he's difficult. No, no, Ken's a puppy dog. No, whatever it is, Shell, no. Trust me. You're gonna build a car to beat Ferrari with a Ford. Correct. Did you tell them that you needed two, three hundred years? Ninety days. <laughs> this isn't the first time Ford Motors has gone to war. We know how to do more than push paper. Go ahead, Carol. Go to war. Thank you, sir. Do you think you can beat Ferrari? We're lighter, we're faster. 
that don't work, we're nastier. We're gonna make history. You ready? I was born ready, Mr. Shelby. Hit it. I'll be honest, I didn't know a lot about sports car racing before I saw this movie, but uh, it, it was actually really fascinating to learn the history of the 24 Hours of Le Mans. It's the oldest sports car endurance race in the world. Since 1923, it's been held annually in the town of Le Mans, France. It's the, called the Grand Prix of Endurance, and it's, uh, it's super different than NASCAR races uh, those are races that are pretty much all about speed, right? The fastest time. But, but Le Mans is won by the car that, is, that covers the greatest distance in 24 hours. Drivers actually come from all over the world, and uh, they race through the night with little to no sleep, through rain, wind, just to see how many laps that they can cover. And it's super dangerous as well because drain... Uh, they have to, the drivers have to balance the speed of the car with the car's ability to endure the 24 hours, as well as their ability to endure for 24 hours of racing. It's crazy. I mean, uh, you know, they got to keep from falling asleep, breaking down, blowing up, whatever it is. But the race is all about endurance. And the Bible actually does talk a lot about endurance in a similar kind of race in Hebrews chapter 12 and it's an endurance race that you and I have that all of us we have every follower of Jesus are commanded to run as we follow Jesus so if you got your Bibles with you open it up to Hebrews chapter 12 and uh, so but before we go there to set the say the scene before we read it I wanted you to imagine that you're at a giant motor raceway or a NASCAR event you've got a coke and a hot dog and it's a hot summer day and the stands are actually packed with fans and all these race cars pull up to the line, everybody revving their engines. The flag waves and the writer of Hebrews says this, let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Now, in this scripture, the writer of Hebrews, he is actually imagining this long distance Race. Now, they didn't have modern race cars back then. I understand that. But in the first century, most likely, he was thinking about Olympic runners, right? Competing in a marathon or something like that. But he uses this metaphor of long-distance endurance racing as a symbol for the Christian life that we should be living. And in all honesty, it's a fitting analogy because... The Christian life is all about overcoming obstacles, going through through hardship, difficulty, to take hold of the victory that God promises us. Okay? Life on earth, no doubt, it can be hard. But the Bible says that there is victory when we actually, uh, when, we, when we stay in the Word of God and we, and we walk through the Word of God and walk in the Word of God. And, but here's the problem that we all face. Until we actually get to heaven, earth is a battle. It's a contest. 
It's a race. In fact, the Greek word for race here in Hebrews, it actually is translated like this from the Greek word agona, which is where we get our word agony from. Right? Anybody who race, anybody race long distance, like marathons, that kind of thing, ever run a marathon? Nobody. It's because you know that an ultra marathon is agony, right? From the top of your feet or the top of your head to the soles of your feet, it's like your whole body thrives uh, with pain. Miles after miles of just endurance, your legs turning to rubber, your lungs feeling like they're going to explode. It's agony. It's agony. So, but what's the point? The point is, it's not easy to live wholeheartedly for Jesus in the world that we live in. Let's just be honest. It can be difficult. It takes strength, endurance, stamina. Yes, life is hard, but let's not leave it there. Okay? Back to the movie. The movie begins when Lee Iacocca, he was the executive for Ford. Because, see, the Ford Motor Company, their sales had gone down. And they wanted to appeal in the 1960s to the next generation of baby boomers. So Ford actually tried to buy Ferrari. But the business deal fell through. And so they decided their next step was to enter competitive racing with one goal, bury Ferrari at the finish line. So in 1963, Lee Iacocca drove to see Carroll Shelby to find out what is it going to take to win this race? Check this out. Warren, can I help you? The Coke, Ford Motor. That? Oh, long story. We are just going from strength to strength here, Lee. Take something money can't buy. Money can buy speed.
Yeah. It's challenging. <laughs> and so Ford enlists the help of Carol Shelby to do the impossible. Build a car that could beat Ferrari and do it in 90 days, which was absolutely impossible. It was actually to win an endurance race like Le Mans would take decades of practice and planning. But make no mistake, that is the exact spiritual challenge that the writer of Hebrews is calling us to. Hebrews says, look at it again. Let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Now think about that for just a second. If you're a follower of Jesus, you and I have been given a God-designed spiritual race to live. It's called your life. And as Jesus followers, we are called to live this vibrant life with bold faith and endurance for Jesus, even in the middle of hardship, even when tough times come. And that all sounds good, but here's the big question that comes, the practical question, how do you actually do that, right? Where do you actually begin? Well, first of all, we've got to determine that we are going to run with endurance. That's what the author of Hebrews is driving at. He's saying, look, here's the main goal of the Christian life. Let us run with endurance, stamina, strength, perseverance. When everything goes wrong, the race that has been set before us. Now, I want you to look for a second at the word endurance because here's how it's defined. The ability of strength to continue to last. Watch this. Especially through fatigue, stress, pain, or other adverse conditions. So, here's the question that I have to ask all of us. How is your spiritual endurance? How is my spiritual endurance? Think about it for just a second. With your journey of faith, within the last few years, we've been through a lot. And I wonder, what race has God set before you, before me? I mean, think about all the obstacles that have come up against you. We face so many challenges to living a life of faith and peace so that we can actually be a blessing to other people, so that we can actually draw other people into the kingdom. So let me t help take some pressure off for a second. And you might be surprised to hear this from a preacher. Okay? But here's what I want you to go home with, this central truth, and that is this, is that in this race that you're running, that I'm running, that we must endure in, the goal in this race is not perfection. The goal of your race is progression. Here's the question. Are you making progress as a Christian, as a Christ follower? Are you moving forward in your spiritual life? We call that discipleship. As a spiritual athlete, as the reader or the writer of Hebrews calls us, and as we run this race, are we making spiritual progress in our faith? And so here's the question that will really reveal that, and I'm sorry for it. Are you further along today spiritually than you were last month? Are you closer to God today than you were a year ago? three years ago is your faith stronger are you making consistent spiritual progress in your walk with jesus in your faith this is what the author of hebrews is saying he's saying let us run with endurance the race that god has set before us and look a race of endurance is not a race of perfection a race of endurance is a race of 
progression. So the answer then becomes, if we're going to run this race that God has laid out before us, for you, before you and before me, if we're going to run it with endurance, and if we're going to progressively move toward the finish line, how? What are the steps that we can take? Well, in Ford versus Ferrari, there's a scene where they realize that all of this fancy technical equipment that these Ford engineers had put into the prototype car, it was actually making it too heavy. It was weighing it down, slowing it down, and so they needed a faster way to race. Watch this. racing is that it's all about making the car as light as possible anything that weighs you down holds you back it's got to go because this and, and here's the thing is the same thing happens in your christian life and mine is anything that slows down or impedes our spiritual growth or your, our spiritual progress your devotion to jesus strip it off watch this if we back up to the beginning of verse 1 in Hebrews 12, it actually says, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith that they're cheering us on, and here it is, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. Because you can't run a race if you're carrying extra baggage around, right? Like past hurts, or habits, or hang-ups, or people that drag you down. To create temptation. Let us strip off every weight that slows us down. And the image that we get is that we should just rip it out of our life and throw it away. It's cutting out the extra weight so that you can run, so that you can run a good race. Now, here's the thing, is that there are some of us here today, and we're still carrying around with us maybe these bulging backpacks of bitterness or... Maybe you've got a big bag of anger. Or maybe, for some of you, you've been carrying around this big trunk of unforgiveness or sin. 
and you've been running around with it as you try to run your race and you've been wondering how come I'm not getting closer to God how come my faith isn't growing how come I'm struggling and what Hebrew says is it's got to go cut out strip off any weight that help that keeps you from following Jesus fully now my son Josiah he is an athlete he plays soccer in college and in soccer you run like constantly it's like this never-ending exercise of endurance and so he has a weighted vest that he trains in that he runs in and that he works out in to build his endurance could you imagine if he went out onto the field in the middle of a game and tried to play a game with extra weight on him with an extra vest well the reality is that's what many of us are doing when we hang on to our sin when we hang on to those things in our life that we know are not good for us are not healthy for us it could be a relationship that drags us down. Or it could be spouse, spouses, and you're talking to somebody who's not your spouse a little too long that you're attracted to. It could be parents that are not spending enough quality or quantity time with your kids. It could be harboring unforgiveness, anger, bitterness in your heart. See, all of those things have a spiritual impact. They weigh us down. It actually keeps us from progress in the race that God has called us to race. Or worse, we could get discouraged and sometimes people just drop out of the spiritual race altogether. So the author of Hebrews tells us, let us strip off every weight that slows us down. And then it gets very specific. He says, especially the sin that so easily trips us up. If we don't ruthlessly eliminate toxins from our life, these toxins it's talking about sin it's going to affect us like that harmless little habit oh it's not that big a deal no it becomes a full-blown addiction that might poison a, a marriage or tarnish a witness with somebody or even worse your family or your children or that thing that you know that thing that you that you gossip about or you you know or you uh, hurt somebody with and it blows up and and the relationship is affected We've got to understand why Hebrews, Hebrews it, it really just commands us with this aggressive language, strip off everything, especially the sin. Because when sin flourishes in my life, in your life, our faith stalls out. But our spiritual life is an endurance race, which means we're going to have sometimes inevitable setbacks. We're going to stumble at times, I'm sorry to tell you. We're going to get our wheels in a ditch sometimes. But don't beat yourself up because, look, the goal is not perfection. You're trying, but the, but the goal is progression. The question is, do we bring our sin to God when we get our wheels in a ditch, when we mess up? Do we bring our faith into the shop, so to speak, for repair and renewal, restoration, and get back in the driver's seat, back in the race? And, my friends, that's going to require faith, being able to see things that that, that are not there yet. One of my favorite scenes in this movie is when the driver, Ken Miles, he actually takes his son out onto the racetrack at night and he teaches him a lesson about faith, about what it means to see the impossible before it ever occurs. Check this out. He kind of just pushed the car hard the whole way, right? If you're going to push a piece of machinery to the limit. You have to have some sense 
of where that limit is. People can't. It's there. Mm, so good. Ken Miles, he had eyes of faith. In other words, he set his eyes on the prize in the distance, and he believed that something impossible, that Ford could actually beat Ferrari, it was impossible. And notice, it took this laser focus this crazy resolve that I am not going to shrink back in the face of overwhelming odds. So I've got to ask today, do we have that kind of focus? Do we have faith? That laser-like focus on what God has placed before you and me to accomplish. Just where we say, you know what, I'm going to run my race with a fearless faith in Jesus and what the Holy Spirit is leading me and guiding me and instructing in His Word, many of us need to start there. That we could have endurance to accomplish our race. The Bible actually says without faith it's impossible to please God. Faith is literally, it's the fuel to our spiritual engine. Now, what, but what, here's a question, what is true faith? What are we talking about? Hebrews 11 says this, faith is confidence and assurance confidence in what we hope for and it's assurance in what we cannot see yet it's like i can't see it but i believe that god's telling me the truth even though i have not seen the results yet that i believe that the word of god is true about this situation and that situation even though i don't see it yet that i believe that what god called me to i'm gonna accomplish even though i don't see it yet it's this ability to look beyond watch this your fears and your doubts and put your full trust in the God that you can't see in the future that you cannot see for you to believe that God hand designed your race for you to win and because he's the designer he actually promises you to give you the supernatural strength and stamina if you keep your eyes on him not just to succeed but actually to endure some of you may be facing some uncertainty in your life right now. Maybe there's uncertainty with your job and, or, or your health, with school, with work. Maybe you're facing challenges with your finances or, or your business or, or your health. Can I just tell you, it's not the time. Now is not the time to shrink back. Now is the moment to put it into high gear and to look at what the, like the roadmap that Hebrews lays out for you to run with endurance. To, to go through the agony, the race, the agony, and never give up. Fix your eyes on Jesus. Because everybody that's in a, ra a race fixes their eyes on one thing. And what is that? Yeah, the finish line, the checkered, the checkered flag. We want to finish well. Watch this. Hebrews says, let us run with endurance, the race that God has said before us. That's what we've been talking about. And then it says, and we do this, how? By keeping our eyes on Jesus. 
who is the champion and who initiates and perfects our faith. Watch this. Jesus is the champion that initiated your faith. You know what that means? That means he started it. He is the author, the pace car. He is the pioneer of your faith. And, and Hebrews also says that he's the perfecter. In other words, he's at the finish line waiting for you. We've already, look, he's saying, I've already run this race, so no fear. You're in this race because of me, he says, and I'm with you from the start to the finish through the Holy Spirit who lives big on the inside of you. That is why we fix our eyes on Jesus. It's this laser focus. Look, every human being is going to disappoint you at some point, but there's only one person that you can fix your eyes on every moment of every second of every day as you run your race, and he'll never, ever let you down. He is the champion, the one that initiates your race and the one that promises to be there with you all the way through. Ken Miles and the, and the 14, spoiler alert, they won. In 1966, they won facing insurmountable odds in the 24 hours of Le Mans, and they fixed their eyes on the prize and ran a race that made history. Watch this.
miles drove his way into the record books that day. He broke the unbeatable streak of Ferrari victories and he won the checkered flag for Ford with his team. It was an endurance race. He actually drove through the night, wind, rain, close calls, survived crashes, brake failures, all kinds of obstacles. But Ken Miles endured until the end. Hebrews 12, there's one word that's repeated three times, and that word is endurance. You know, there's so many reasons I love Jesus, but one of the main reasons I love him is he never asked me to do anything that he himself did not model for me. Think about that for a minute. He's never going to ask you to do something that he has not already done. That's why Hebrews says, keep your eyes on Jesus as you run your race. He's not only the author, but he's the finisher, and he's waiting there for us to get there. Where is Jesus right now? As we run our race, Hebrews tells us, it says, now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne with the title winner, King of Kings, Lord of Lords. Because when Jesus was raised from the dead, he declared victory over sin and death for you and for me. And so when we trust him with our whole heart, when we trust Jesus with all the faith that we have, he makes this promise. One day on this earth, you're going to be able to rule and reign as well. That's the goal. So don't give up. Listen, no matter how hard, no matter how painful your journey gets, never, ever give up. Maybe some of you are feeling like giving up right now. You walked in here just feeling like you didn't, you don't have much gas left in the tank. Maybe some of you, you've lost your focus. You've lost those things that the Holy Spirit asked you years ago to do. I want to tell you that you're not in this race alone. He's called you by name. He's called you to endure. And He, the Holy Spirit, can give you the strength to finish 